0: Hello footies and welcome along to your tri-weekly dose of FIFA Ultimate Team podcasting. We are Foot in Review, powered by footcoaching.com. My name is Dan Wimbush and stay with us over the next 45 minutes or so as we round up all of the latest content. We ask the key question, why exactly do we play this game and what do we want out of it? Plus our brand new game show, Rate That Rat. So stay tuned for that and much, much more. I will introduce my co-host in just one second, but a big thank you first To all of our Patreons who pledge their support over at patreon.com forward slash foot in review. In particular to our Skybox holders, Amarise, Artem and Daniel. They go that extra mile to pledge the top tier of support. Of course, you get a range of goodies no matter what level you subscribe at. From access to our masterclasses, discounted coaching, merch, goodies, shoutouts, all of that good stuff. And that all starts from as little as one pound, one euro, whatever your denomination a week or five a month head over to patreon.com forward slash foot in review. And also, if you're looking to tweak your game, this is an extra reminder that there is big discounts at coaching over at footcoaching.com. And there's an extra special discount on top of all the already discounts. If you spend over 100 euros, you can get an extra 15% off by using the code review15. And I'll pop that in the show notes. Anyway, let's get on to it. My co-host today, he is the inaugural Foot in review, Community Cup champion for the Xbox, the man who comprehensively beat me, it is Tommy. Tommy, good evening to you, mate. Good evening, mate. How are you? Yeah, not so bad. Thanks. been a while since we've been on the show together. How have you been? Yeah, well, good, mate. Just keeping busy with my uh,
1: new job and, yeah, playing. started playing football again on Mondays, so that's that show out of the way. I can't really do a Monday anymore,
0: so oh. quite limited.
1: <laughs> well, look, it's
0: great to have you on board, and look... As John mentioned on Monday, we're slowly winding down for the summer. This will be the last regular Wednesday show, although we might do some ad hoc ones. So, look, let's let's see Wednesdays off with a bang, Tommy. For the first time in a long time, we've done a Wednesday show. No team of the week to talk about. That is done and dusted. But there was just a couple of little content things that have come out in the last 24 hours that I wanted to bring up because... I think EA yeah, have stealthily released possibly one of the best SBC players, um, certainly on a budget they've released for a long time in Guri. This card for 120,000 coins, Tommy, four-star, five-star. He's got the outside of the foot shot trait and the finesse shot
1: trait. This card looks fantastic. Yeah, he looks um, amazing, to be fair. And like you said, for value for coins, I think it's a 10 out of 10, so... Um... I think I'm going to do him just for a super sub because it was, I believe, the future stars card he had this year. Yeah. Was Well, every time I didn't do it, but every time I came up against it, it was a very good card.
0: Yeah, I was sort of looking through the stats to try and figure out because usually there's a flaw in these cards. And the only thing I could slightly pick up on was the composure at (laughs) 91. Even then, that's great. Reactions, 89, maybe for Team of the Season standards is a tiny bit low. But otherwise, I mean, Tommy, can you see the, the obvious flaw in this card?
1: No, and I am actually looking at it on foot, bin on the uh, <laughs> camera, as you can see on my phone. Um, the reactions and the composure, like you said, but with that being said, I've been using Pyatt, Pyatt and those are the two of, two of his lowest stats, and you can't really notice it at this point. It's so... That wouldn't concern me at all. I think value for coins-wise, it's it's just an outstanding card, really.
0: Yeah, I think you could play this card anywhere. I think, again, the composure, maybe a teeny tiny bit low compared to Team of the Season standards, but I don't think this card will let you down, um, especially with, you know, four-star week for, and the five-star skills. He's got good agility and balance. He's going to be nimble. And as I said, he's got those two key traits you look for in a striker, the outside-the-foot-shot trait and the finesse-shot trait. So... I'd very much encourage you to go get this card done. It's obviously a league card, plays for Nice and he's French. So no shortage of ways to link him in. Uh, flare shot trait as well on him. So high medium work rates, ideal for a winger or for a striker. Average body type, okay, not the best. But go out and get this card done. Especially if you've been, like myself, Tom, I don't know about you, but I just find myself on picking up these Team of the Season cards from, say, the off leagues. I've got nowhere to really put them other than Icon Roulette.
1: I'm a bit different, to be honest, mate, because uh, my club's so dry at the moment, I need to pick and choose my uh, <laughs> SBCs wisely. So, yeah, but that's what I mean for value for coins. It's one of those where I'll probably pick him up anyway.
0: Fair enough. Well, he will cost you just one squad, just an 87-rated squad, which is a slight shame because it means there's no pack back, just the player. But again, he's coming in around 120k based on fodder prices right now. So I'd say he can go and get that one done if you can. The other content we've had is the guaranteed league un pack uh, or your guaranteed La Font pack for most of us. Um, the only slight surprise on this, Tommy, is it's actually cheaper than the La Liga one because that was an 87 rated squad. This is just an 86 rated squad. I was a little bit surprised in that. Yeah, I actually
1: haven't checked it, to be honest, because I haven't played the game for a couple of days. But, yeah, you, you would have thought this would have been more expensive. So... Uh... No complaints here
0: again on that one. Yeah. <laughs> Come, <a> <laughs> coming in coming in just under a hundred thousand coins, as I said, in all honesty, you will probably get Salibateria, uh, Guendouzi or La Font. But look, you've got to buy a ticket to win the raffle, and you never know when that Messi or is gonna pop out. And as I said with fodder being so cheap, still at the moment, it's well worth your go. Uh, various other little SBCs and challenges out, so again, lots to be getting on with tonight. But enough of content. We're going to move on to our our first sort of featured topic of tonight's show, Tommy. And I was thinking about this when doing the Golden Goal Cup earlier. And I think I got through the whole thing, my five games in the space of about 15 minutes. And it got me to thinking, well, why exactly am I playing FIFA overall? Is it for just the thrill of just picking up easy, quick wins? Or do I like to be sort of challenged? Do I like to prove myself, get better at the game. So it's that kind of age-old battle of, you know, quick quick hit or sort of long-term satisfaction. Where do you kind of fall? What what, what gets you the biggest buzz playing FIFA?
1: So I like the first half of the game to be me, What well, the first part of the game, for me to see how good I am. So I, I like the competition. I like playing elite to as high as I can go. But now at this point, I just want to play for fun. I haven't haven't actually... I'm on 43 games for rivals for the season. Which for me, as most people know, is really low. And I just think if I've got an hour, I don't want to just be sweating against someone. Yeah. It's a tricky... Daily knockout cup style. If I match a good player, that would be fine. But then, you know, two games you're going to smash someone, odds on. Yeah. That would be the perfect scenario.
0: It's an increasingly tricky one because as we've got into team of the season... Obviously, everybody has been picking up these super juice squads. So, even if you were, say, I don't know, an arbitrary, if you say if you're a six out of 10 FIFA player and you consider yourself an eight or a nine out of 10 FIFA player, that six out of 10 FIFA player is going to automatically be bumped up just because he's got better AI controlled players. He's got quicker players, stronger players, faster players. So, it's harder to maintain that skill gap. So, the sweat factor is just going to increase because it's not like. You know, back in December, where you know some people were still running gold squads or with you know slightly rubbish informs, you can pick up. As I said a card like Guri. I mean that card, if that had been released in January, would have been costing you what seven hundred and fifty? Well, probably a million coins. You can pick him up easily now, so it, it is quite tough when that skill gap seems to disappear. Yeah, I I
1: don't know if you've been playing weekend league, but it's it's the same as, as you're saying. You can tell you're clearly the better player, and I'm not not to be big-headed, but the AI movement on the defence at the moment is absolutely insane. Mm. At this point, when it's like this, to what you've said, you probably actually do need, after a certain month or team of the season, say, to go back to open matchmaking. Yeah. So then actually, yeah, good players will win their games. Bad players, you know, yeah. They'll lose more, but then when they play against each other, the game should be more open in theory.
0: Yeah, and it's interesting because I think back in the day
1: on FIFA when
0: you were playing like kickoff, and certainly in PES as well, the matchmaking was just based on team strength. So if you had a five-star team, you'd play a five-star team, maybe a -a four-and-a-half-star team. Whereas, obviously, it's all based on sort of record um, divisions and things like that. So I quite like that idea, actually. If once you get to team of the season, the matchmaking then just switches. Although I guess... For rivals, players, people that—I mean, a lot of people do want to challenge themselves and do want to be better. So, I don't know. Maybe if there was a switch or something like that that you could change the matchmaker would be handy.
1: Oh, oh, they could have it just as a friend. I like the friendly mode. because you? You're, so you're playing the? You said you're playing the Golden Gold Cup, I believe it's called. Yes. Um I haven't touched it because it's all uh, the French league, isn't
0: it? Yes, it's a. You have to have a
1: full league and eighteen. Whereas they could have just put the exact same game mode in but so you can just use your regular team I don't even want the packs just short fast paced fun game mode with a bit of over matchmaking I mean, but if, the three games only had the three minute half so yeah. that was brilliant
0: I was going to say I'm disappointed that, that mode hasn't continued and yeah you're right I mean the Golden Gold Cup is frenetic I, I, very few games go past 15 in game minutes because right, yeah. chances are, as I said I got through my five games in like 15-20 minutes earlier So it's good for packs and for, you know, a quick hit. And with it being open matchmaking, more often than not, you find you, you know, you win more than you lose. So again, you get that quick hit. And I guess the comparison is weekend league before this season, they changed it is in those first 10 games, didn't you? You you had that open matchmaking. If you were a decent player, more often than not, you'd be going sort of seven, eight, nine, even 10 and 0.
1: Yeah, I lost, uh, very rare for I me mean, but I think I lost five on the bounce the other day and this is like early on so I'm like 6-0 or something and then I lost five in a row which is just I think I lost a lot of them as well by one goal Yeah. and it was I couldn't break down the AI defence keepers were saving the shots and then yeah they had one or two shots in one game which that's football for you I, I know that <laughs> but like you said that never that wouldn't happen a few weekend leagues ago yeah
0: well, and especially for last year's game and the games before when it was, did seem to be open matchmaking for at least the first five or ten. Um, but I mean, what what do you prefer, Tommy? Do you like to be able to sort of get to a position where you're well up in ELO and then you're just facing hard opponent after hard opponent? Or again, would you rather it just be a completely steady stream of, you never know whether you're going to get a top 100 player or a you know a bottom 100 player?
1: Um if we're going on a whole cycle, as and I had to choose, I would go with the open matchmaking every day of the week. Because like. mm. I played other games as well. Like used to play Call of Duty. They put matchmaking into that now, into the public lobbies. Which was basically where you went to noob stomp. <laughs> and you can't actually even do that now, because if you've got such a high kill-death ratio, you get matched with other players with a high kill-death ratio. Like, I understand it's trying to make the game fun for everyone. As in, like people that aren't super, but you normally should learn and get
0: better. <laughs> yeah, and it's difficult, I suppose, as well, because if you are well, it's tricky. I suppose if you're well down there and you aren't a very good player, it's not nice getting stomped. And look, I'm, I'm certainly not a great, great player. I, I think I'm pretty good, but I'm not great, and I get stomped four, five nil occasionally. A weekend league game, I just hold my hands up and say that guy's better. It's not a great experience, but thankfully for me, it doesn't happen all the time. But I guess if you're someone lower down the rungs and you were to get paired up with someone much better than you five six seven games in a row might that just discourage you from playing the game full stop why don't you just put it down so i'm never gonna get good at this game i can't get a a winnable game i'm not gonna bother
1: yeah it will but when we i've been playing football games since i was like eight years old or something like that and i used to get hammered every time by my brothers (laughs) you just yeah, you, you just persevere. It's like anything in life. If you're not good at it, and you want to get better, you persevere. I agree. If you're not that bothered, you just put the game down, and yeah, obviously you're not going to play it. But for a gaming company, that's probably not what you'd want to hear, is it? E-
0: exactly, and that's exactly what I was going to say. Is that EA will want that much? You know, they want to keep people on the hook. You know, yeah. even at the um, bottom, they don't want them to give up and swim off. They want them to be trying to you know, trying to climb up and believing that oh, I'm just one one pack pull away from doing it.
1: I think the real simple scenario here, mate, is uh, get the Daily knockout Cup back. So you can still go and play your rivals at whatever elo you're at, as high as you want to go. But if you want a little bit of fun, open matchmaking, Daily knockout Cup, anyone can choose them whether they want to enter it. Yeah. You don't have to do a pack per round win or anything, or it could literally be 10k coins if you win it. Like, who cares? It's just a point that is open matchmaking. Yeah.
0: I mean I think generally, I think yeah, I've got it right this year. I've liked the fact that friendly modes have been mostly open. So things like icon swaps have been such you know, much less of a grind this year. Been much easier just to bash them out, um, because it is open matchmaking. Whereas rivals, especially with the whole elite system, I think it's been a, a lot harder and a lot sweatier. Getting those eight wins has felt like a real slog at times. Uh, and weekend league kind of falls into the middle. And playoffs, I think, is almost almost like friendlies. I, I tend, especially since they've made it easier to qualify for playoffs, and the whole ten game system. I think overall, I think the balance is has been pretty good this year. But would you tweak anything for next?
1: No, I do agree with what you're saying. Just to be clear, the balance is actually probably the best it's actually been. Um, like I said, if you could just add a daily knockout cup or something. Just to give people that option. So it's every single night. Yeah. That's, that would be my only complaint because I've just played two games of rivals now for the first time. Probably a couple of weeks I've played rivals and it is just so boring and slow paced compared to weekend league. Yeah, <laughs> Even it. when you're playing a good player in weekend league, like when you're high elo in weekend league, they attack more than high elo players in rivals. Yeah. That's just something to it because like, it's a cut feeling rather than I
0: can play for a draw in rivals. Well, that's it. I mean, especially because you've got, you've got your 20 games a weekend league. Now you've got, your yeah, 10 games, up to 10 games of playoffs. And then you've got various other objectives. And then, so you get to rivals and it's like, it, it just feels like, oh, it's a slog to get to eight wins. And nobody really wants to play for the sake of it beyond those eight wins. Um, because those eight wins have probably taken most people at least, I don't know, 12 games, most, at least 12 games. Some From people, 12 to 15 games. Exactly. Maybe. So, there's there's immediately if you add that to your playoffs and your weekly that's immediately 45 games and within a week you know that's you know seven games minimum on average a day which is um probably enough for some people but just to round up this topic then again what gives you the, the overall satisfaction though do you is it nice just to you know be led back in your chair in a nice relaxing way cruising to a 5-0 win or would you actually sit there after you've beaten someone really good, say 3-2 in a scrappy game and go, I'm so glad, you know, the old fist pump, I'm glad I've got over the line?
1: No, nah, I'm a old school noob stomper, mate. So uh, <laughs> In every game, I like being amongst the best players, but then I like yeah, winning my games 5-6-0, right. scoring some nice goals and stuff like that, you know. I I'm do. Not gonna-
0: <laughs> Do not blame you at all. And again, I think for as long as it's a one-on-one experience, I very much agree with you. I think it's slightly different in co-op, whereas I think I quite like a challenge with a mate of trying to yep. beat the better teams. But when you're on your own, you just don't need that psychological pain. Um so yeah, I'm with you. Let's uh be a team noob stomp. So that again, <laughs> let us know how you feel at any point. Again, we if you are a member of our Patreon, you get Discord access and those listening on the Discord get access not only to the show live as we're recording it, but they get the audio recording early before this goes out on all of our other channels and in video version the next morning. So let us know in the Discord or Twitter's at foot in review. So, Tommy, it is now time to introduce the hit new game show, Move Over Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, Move Over The Chase, Move Over Love Island, because it's time to play Rate That Rat. And no, we're not talking about Ben Yedder, who is pretty good.
1: <laughs> Just to be clear, we did have to
0: clarify that. Just couple. to be clear. We're not talking about the rat king himself. No. we So we're talking about rate that rat. So as a bit of fun, I thought myself and Tommy would sort of go through some of the typical ratty behaviours or what people classify as ratty behaviours in FIFA and sort of rate them and what really grinds our gears the most compared to what doesn't bother us as much. So... I thought, Tommy, I'll bring up a, a particular behaviour, and then we'll say whether the next one is rattier or less ratty. So yep. I'm going to start us off with people that quit at nil nil, which I think right. we can all agree, or you know, quit even before kickoff. And I think we can all agree that that's pretty ratty, yeah. Yep. So is it more or less ratty to then quit? When so, when you've just equalised, or if you're the person, so basically when someone gets when the score goes to one-one and someone quits, is that more ratty or less ratty? More ratty. I'm in agreement. More ratty, <laughs> um, because you've invested time into the game at this point. Then to quit is extra. Just um, a word I can't use on a family-friendly show.
1: Seventy-seventh minute rage quit.
0: <sighs> just. Yeah. That's a special.
1: <laughs>
0: okay. So, is it then more or less ratty when you receive a message from someone you've just beaten? Less ratty. Right. I think I'm with you there. I think I'd put that below the nil-nil as well.
1: Mm, nah, that's okay. in the
0: middle for Sandwich in the middle, okay. What about when someone messages you when they've just beaten you? So you know, a taunting. Uh, I had one today. It was like he just messaged me saying, "Lol, get better at FIFA." I was just like, "Cheers, thanks." Yeah. So that's... Is that more ratty or less ratty than people that message you when you've just beaten them?
1: Oh, it's way more ratty. Okay. Top top of the rat so, so far. It's, it's, it's just gloating, isn't it? It's yeah. Like, why? <laughs> There's literally no need. Well,
0: speaking of yeah. uh, speaking of gloating, then uh, egregious celebrations like the whole uh, dancing and shushing and stuff like that. Where does
1: celebrating um, after a goal go? More or less ratty. Oh, there are certain celebrations which are actually fine, like the short ones, which are quite cool, like sipping the teacup and stuff. Oh, no, no, still ratty. Uh, Come on. No, no, no. But if you're talking <laughs> the full team dance, that's at the top. For okay. Me. New top new
0: top of the rat. Yeah, so that's that's at the top, followed by people that message you when they win, followed by people yeah. that quit a one-one, followed yeah. by people that message when they lose, followed by nil-nil quitters. Okay, more or less ratty. When you when someone releases a hot new tactic and you're just playing it over and over and over again. Ooh,
1: that's definitely less ratty than celebrations. Yeah, I agree. It's probably less ratty than all of them, to be fair. Okay. It's just a bit annoying, but yeah, it's what it is. <laughs> okay, so
0: that goes down to the that's the least ratty. So wait, wait where would you have that one? Uh, I I think I agree with you because yeah. I think also because it doesn't happen as much as much now, especially in this game. I think one of the successes of FIFA twenty two has been that we haven't seen a particular formation dominate. Like in FIFA twenty, it was everyone played four, two, three, one. one, and then there was a time in FIFA twenty one where everyone was playing three at the back. Whereas this year, it's been so many different formations. But in past, I would probably put it higher. But for this game, yeah, I would I would put it well yeah, down the right Yeah. Okay, the next one, rubber
1: banders. Oh, it's definitely right in that because that was at the bottom. Uh, that's probably at the top for me.
0: Most ratty thing is rubber banding.
1: Because I play at the scenario, so you're beating someone 5-6-0 on a friendly, and you know they're playing just so they can get that one goal? Yeah. And let's say they somehow get a counter-attack on the 33rd minute, you're hammering it, you're beating them that badly, and then they score and just rubber band. I agree it's very
0: ratty, but... In that
1: scenario, that is... Yes. You to the left when you're like 2-0 down, really, 3-0 down most of the time.
0: Yeah, I agree, especially in friendlies, where... You know, often it means, yeah, it means nothing does it. So, but what I will say is often, whilst it's ratty and annoying, I can just go off, read my phone. I know I've got the win in the bag, I can do whatever objective I need to do and get as many goals as I want or need. So, I would put it somewhere in the middle of that rat list actually for me because, whilst it's ratty, I'm still getting what I want, so it doesn't quite wind me up as much.
1: Oh, it just yeah really winds me up. <laughs> yeah,
0: I think it winds me up more actually if it's in something like weekend league, where all rivals, where if someone's four 0 down, they are literally only rubber banding to wind you up.
1: Well, or because they still think that it's you need to actually lose the game to drop Elo True, which, which is like a myth. Yeah. if we're gonna call it that. Okay, here's another one then.
0: Uh, similar to rubber banding but someone that plays on past they've been
1: absolutely hammered and well beaten if they're actually play like still trying to play I I got that's at the bottom for me that's the least right yeah. thing going that's fair. That fair again yeah
0: i would I would agree with you it's it's
1: pretty low down there can be obviously like we said friendlies it can be annoying but in an actual game. I've i lost at like, the other day like five nil when I was like had a good when I had a really good weekend league to a good player top player yeah I still played because I think I was three nil down at time. brought back to three two that I was like five two down or something like that which really you should still quit like seventy minutes in theory yeah but I just actually was like learning because it's, a, it's a, I knew it was such bad than me yeah I agree I think it, you know you're playing a game
0: and you're well within your right you know if you've been well beaten, you can use those games to you know practice things like a skill move or your time finishing something like that um i think well you
1: can just you can also just work on your mentality because in, yeah. in real life real life you get hammered by half time you know the old saying nil nil at half time second half like you might be fighting but if you win that second half 1-0 you do feel better about yourself <laughs> it's Okay. Yeah, you've lost 5-1, but you've gone out and give a good account of yourself after that hammering in the first half. Agreed. So, yeah, that's the least ratty thing for me.
0: Now, this one is one that hasn't been as much in recent months because they have patched it, but it still exists to an extent. People that customise stadiums or venues to make it difficult for you to see, so... Talking green oh. pitch lines, or you know, were a big thing at the start of the game, and the one that still goes on now is people that play with can't swear shadows in their stadium. Yeah. Where does that rate on the rat list?
1: The ratiest.
0: Oh, we've got a new new, new, new king rat. New king this rat. Should, it, this
1: shouldn't be allowed in the game. Agreed. I, I got in the game over there, and I just left because <laughs> my eye cannot actually process like it's like a strain on my eyes yeah so why would I sit through that for a friendly mode or rivals or something it's not just... it should all just be you pick your own stadium yeah. and every game mode just logs keeps you stuck to that stadium you know what I mean do
0: you remember last year when I think it was people were picking there was like really difficult balls to see in FIFA 21 that was the worst
1: yeah so it's just like and you already do that, that there can't be a single person who does that because they enjoy it yeah it's just because they know that they can see that a lot better than other people. Yeah, the
0: the only get-out-of-rat clause that I will give those for the stadium pitch lines is it's a bit unfortunate that if you're a big Liverpool fan, Anfield has got horrific shadows. And you might be going yeah. Anfield because you're a big Liverpool fan, rather than you're just trying to be a rat. But it's the game that forces those shadows on you.
1: I was going to say, so it's the rat, yes, in my opinion, but also it's EA's fault. Yes. Because <laughs> it's yeah. just... Put this simple set in, like
0: I said. Yeah, EA themselves maybe staking a claim to go on the, the rat list. Um, well, no any comment. any other behaviours or ratty things that I've missed on that list that we need to uh, get into the ranking? Right.
1: Keep ball merchants off kickoff. So they, I put the example, they might have the ball for like twenty minutes around the back of four in midfield. That's pretty ratty. They have one attack which you defend. And then you have got the over and score, and they leave. So you won the match, and you got the win. Yeah, they <sighs> just realize that. Yeah, they've just got nope, not we're not playing this. That goes
0: into the rat midfield for me somewhere between. I think it's it, it's more ratty than quitting at nil nil, and it's more ratty than people that use the same formations. But and again, it, to me, it's a bit like the rubber banders because. I've at least got what I want out of it, out of the game. I've still got the win.
1: Oh, yeah. It just frustrates me because I would like to go on and actually hammer them because of the way they played in those 20 minutes.
0: <laughs> okay. On that note, though, people that will play keep ball once they take the lead from, you know, it could be from like
1: yeah, 50, 55, 60,
0: 55, 60 minutes.
1: At that point, if it's 0-0, that's a fair game, mate.
0: If you're playing keep ball for, whole, for a third of the game, though, in, if they're in the lead.
1: Yeah, but let's go scenario-based. Let's say you're going for, like, 18, 19 wins. Yeah. At 50, I don't know. And you know that you're playing another good player, and you've both had, like, two shots all game each. You might as well keep the ball at that point, take the win. Agree. It is ratty behaviour, but
0: I approve of it. <laughs> okay, so that's low down the rat rankings for you. Um, trying to think if there's anything else I can think of in terms of, uh, of rattings. Uh,
1: Red card merchants? I see I don't think I've I've only faced a few this year and when they actually know what they're doing, as in cleaning you out at the right time winning the game one nil is very frustrating.
0: Yeah, but is that not again part of the hot you know, like keep ball? Is that like not just professional football, the old fashioned take your Yeah, the the team?
1: it is, it's just very it's just very annoying. Yeah, but no, I think <laughs> someone who was like yellow card on most players. <laughs> not only the maximum amount of red cards you can have. Hmm. Even at the last five minutes, it was a red card. 3-1-1 red card. <laughs> Maybe I should get a better free kick to it wouldn't annoy <laughs> me then. <but. laughs>
0: no, he's, he's that is ratty, but again, for me, that's uh, that's low down the rat list. So, Okay, what, so what, what are we giving the king of the rat crown to then? What is the most ratty thing then? What do we
1: decide? Oh Wait there, I've got one more. Okay. Keep it short and sweet. When you've got a super stacked team on the menu and it says something like, no FIFA points spent, but... Talking like your EA Shane account, Shane account. (laughs) Not our, we've got good teams, but you know, these mega teams. Yes. That there's no way you can actually get just by playing the game. You know
0: what I'm on about. Yeah, I understand. And I've got one more as well. And I think this one might go to the top of my rat list. People that look like they're about to give you the free win and then kick it out and quit.
1: (laughs) That's, yeah, that's the top, I think.
0: Yeah. That is, it's got to be, hasn't because it? it's just like it's evil. <laughs> he's literally doing it out of spite because it costs them nothing. Um oh, and, and, they, and they've already and, and they've already
1: ran the ball back or give it back to the goalkeeper. Exactly, yes,
0: exactly, exactly. So <laughs> it's, it's, it's spiteful, isn't it? <laughs> it's even worse than just quitting at 0 nil and just quitting in the menu or just pausing it straight oh, away. Yeah. That is the yeah. uh, the king rat. I think. Yeah, I think uh, I think that gives that we have rated that rat. And that rat is at the top. And look for the people that say, "Oh, you know, I, people need to earn their wins." No, if that's the case, play the game against them or quit a nil nil. Because I just I don't it,
1: I, so you know, I get I occasionally get some very high win wins uh, weekend leagues. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Which most people will never achieve realistically. I also then like last week because I had a week off the game. I paid to is it the eleven wins where you get the two picks. Yeah, I think it's eleven. I just gave the rest of my games away. Like it, it costs you nothing.
0: <laughs> I know. Just... I, and I'm the same as you, although I don't get to such high win totals as you. But if ever I'm sort of I've got two or three games spare, I'll just go in, load up my silver team, just
1: give them away because literally cost me nothing. Now, yeah, that... but what you're saying about the mindset side of it, like when people are being spiteful, mm. it's normally the better players because they're normally like you, that person doesn't deserve a free win. Da da da. Yeah. If they want to achieve what I've got to, they need to do it, like, work hard or whatever. It's just nonsense as a video game. <laughs> Make yeah. someone's day a bit better. Agreed.
0: And on that note, I think uh, if I had a uh, sound effect crown. of, of cheering, a crown, a, crown, a rat's <laughs> crown, we would give it to those players. The chief ratiest behaviour in our rate the rat is the players that look like they're about to give you a free win and then kick it out. So... Non-congratulations to all of you out there. You are rats. Officially rated rats. Disclaimer, the views of myself and Tommy may not reflect those of the rest of Foot in Review. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) We'll uh, We'll let John, Nathan, and all the rest of the guys. But for me and Tommy, you are top of the rat list. Right, that concludes Rate That Rat. It's time to move on to people that are most definitely not rats. They are the kings in my eyes. The questions from our Patreons. And uh, we are going to start with Homer. Who says, in squad battles, it says it will adjust your chemistry rating to match the opponent. I'm now finding it harder to play Legendary Ultimate now that Team of the Season cards are here. So, for example, we have faced a team on 40 chem full of tots, but they're all out of positions. What would your opinion be on how to cope with the handicapping? And he's talking about sort of with your team being a little bit nerfed as well. I've got, I've got one... I've only got one answer this, Tommy, but I'm interested if you've got any thoughts. Um, if you go first, because I'm just going to to think
1: about it, really. If you've already got an answer. So,
0: yeah. my answer to Homer is play, just play on world class. Just play on world class and turn competitor mode on. Um, well, I'm fairly sure competitor mode works at world class, but... I just don't think it's worth the extra aggro for the sake of... Unless you are really gunning for top 200, it's just not worth it. Um, The rewards are never that much better. And I just think at this stage of the season, just pick your opponents a bit more carefully um, and save yourself the aggro. I know that's not a great answer, but it's about the only one I can really give. Um, Other than I have seen others speculate that actually... You should put your own start with your own chemistry down as well to cause you can negate the, the chemistry defects better than the AI. But I very rarely play on legendary, definitely never play on ultimate. Um but that'd be my one piece of advice is I, I just wouldn't bother unless
1: you really had to. Mm-hmm. He's a braver man than me for playing on legendary. I, I know that much. <laughs> Um, yeah, I only, I only play on world class, and I only play squad battles for um, the occasional objective player, but obviously I could swaps. So, like you said, unless you're going, not going for the top 200, I can't actually see any point of playing on Legendary. That'd be the most, like you said, that's the only answer I can give, really, because I don't think many of us actually play squad battles unless it's for objective or swaps. Sadly. And I don't actually know about all that uh dropping your chemistry stuff. so... so that tells you clueless, I clueless
0: like a jam on it. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, and again, apologies, Homer, that I haven't got a, a better solution than that. Um, and the final question comes from the foot-in-review teddy bear. It is Grandpa Mac. It is Chris. He said, do you guys believe that changing your team, for example, new players and tactics, helps the game stay fresh and make you concentrate and therefore play better? For me, that's the beauty of TOTS. Endless squad-building options for not a lot of coin. So, Tommy, do you find it sort of more stimulating? Does it keep you more? It's just, I think I already know your answer for the amount you've changed your team this year. But do you find that when you've got two or three new players,
1: you're sort of focused a bit more and you're paying more attention? Yeah, on the interesting part of the game, it's 100% true. Trying new players, change your team, la blah, la, you know. It's, um, I don't enjoy it more because I actually like having a team kind of like the players that I know how they play. Yeah that's one less thing that you'll think about in-game, man, because you should, you kind of, you know, when you learn what certain players can do or how they move. But 100% from the enjoyment side of things, yeah, change the players, swap everything out, do some icon SPCs, even if they look fairly rubbish like Van Persie did.
0: <laughs> yeah, I find tweaking my team helps me engage with menu content and things like that and keeps me coming back and logging on to the Companion app. But actually in-game, I'm a bit like you. Um, and I said a, a show or two shows ago that I dropped R9 for the Player of the Month, Ronaldo. And something just wasn't clicking. And I just had to go back, admittedly, to a great player in in, in mid-R9, um, even if he's not the quickest anymore. But I'd got so familiar with how he moves and how he shoots that even if he wasn't as good as some other players, I just enjoyed playing with him more. Um, and it's quite nice to have, you know, hundreds of games on certain players. So, yeah, I like I like the occasional tweak. But overall, I like having that sort of core eight or nine, you know, for a good few months at a time.
1: Yeah, my team's sat down anyway till, uh, until city season arrives. So, yeah, I might do the bargain SBC like tonight, but. I was gonna say eleven.
0: Let's, let's finish on that because you, unlike uh, myself and Chris and many others, have stayed true to the uh, Fokker cause. The first owners club. I think you're gonna get the uh gonna get the medal for making it through the whole season. So what is your team looking like at the
1: moment? Um been very lucky in my Reds to the fact that I've put Alfonso Davis in at SBC. So uh and all the Premier League cards I had were actually all the top cards, apart from obviously your uh, Mane. And Salah, but my actual team is oh, I just did Van Dasar actually, so I've upgraded from Casillas, the SBC, uh, to Van der Sar, which I got from swaps, and the amount of saves he makes compared to Casillas is just ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, my back four, I've got two showdown fullbacks, so I've got the Costa on one side and Emerson on the other, and they're both. I, I actually, honestly, think they're both two of the best... Well, I think is the, the best right-back in the game. Agreed. And Emerson is probably top three left-backs in the game, looking at stats.
0: And he might get an upgrade and, as well.
1: Yeah, and they were both really cheap. And I can get them both from 10 chem, <laughs> so I'm not going to moan. Um, <laughs> luckily, I've got Red Marquinhos. I've just done Lauren Blanc, who is criminally underrated, actually, because his AI defending is just absolutely nuts. Um what's my midfield if I went across as a 4-4-1-1 four, four, one, one in game would be Muller on one wing Paius on the other and in the centre midfield I've got Philip Laman Verratti How do you finding Verratti? With a on, he's outstanding Interesting. as in box-to-box with a hand shadow as a defensive midfielder he's, yeah, he's just pretty average really Interesting but uh,
0: I think it's because I've got Philip Lime,
1: so obviously you have two, they are identical by the shooting stat. So if you, yeah, max that. Um, obviously, right, he's got the 99 aggression as well. So 99, 97 position with a hook, attacking position. He plays very similar to that 99 card he had last year, like movement-wise. Oh,
0: the buzz saw, as I called him.
1: Yeah. And i got Rooney at centre forward and Harry Kane up front.
0: Harry Kane, for me, I'm so glad I did that SBC because he has just been such a great rounder.
1: It is absolutely crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I've got player of Ronaldo on the bench. I can basically put one of them in on 10 Kem for the striker. And uh, Harry Kane's better than Ronaldo for me.
0: No, 100% agreed. What Kem do you play on? Because I've just switched him to a hunter and I find I'm getting more out of him as a hunter than with an engine.
1: Uh, I have him on engine and I don't touch any player instructions at all on him.
0: He has got a fantastic positioning.
1: You, when they're, well, with any of the cards, when they're like all plus 90s in like positioning, defensive awareness and that, you just, you can leave them, even the fullbacks now, you can leave them balanced to an extent. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm quite enjoying that. I did do Deli uh a few other cards but I put them, recycling them back into SBCs as I always do. <laughs> <laughs> that was quite expensive on that because i yeah probably wasted a few coins
0: well look, i would say as well just as kind of a, a finale from me is that if you've been hoarding to cards and stuff like this now is the time just to let loose because we are in june folks and we have at very best sort of 12 13 weeks of this game left so if you've been holding on to that gold 83 mendy because you just might need him for icon swaps Now is the time to gamble to see if you can get something better. Um, In my personal opinion, um, everyone is different, but I'm at the stage now where I was holding off going full send on these upgrades in Liga. Now I'm just like, everything's in, you're going in, you're going in. Anything under 84 is going in because it's my last best chance to get Neymar and Mbappe because the problem with this game has been, especially from a trading point of view and a Pack pull's point of view, and you've probably noticed it as well, Tommy, is that even if you pull in a lot of these team of season cards, there were so little straight away that getting up to those five, six million coin cards is just impossible.
1: Yeah, over uh, most weeks I've had the team of the week packs to tots, and uh, every time I've had it, I've made not even a hundred k. I don't think. Yeah. I've had literally the three lowest cards you can get in every one. Oh, apart from the week I had Laporte, Laporte actually, that was the only one I've uh, made good coins on. But for that actual effort to go from the eleven wins onwards, it's not even—it's not even worth it half, like ninety percent of the time. Agreed. And like you're saying, you're definitely not saving up and getting yourself even if five million, let alone—you know—I'm assuming there's a fifteen million coin card on the market.
0: Ooh, do you know what? I don't actually think there is now. I think the market is yeah, where, so. Was that last, or Was that last
1: year? Sorry. Yeah, there was a time yeah.
0: last year when, like, Moments Hullet, Moments uh, Ronaldo were 15 million and you had to snipe them. The highest priced card at the moment on Xbox is Prime Moments R9. He's 8.3 million. And on PS, 10.5 million. So good luck getting him on yeah. PS. Um, so that just about wraps it up, Tommy. Anything else you'd like to bring up before we head off? No, I was just going to. Uh...
1: I ask you, are you doing all of the... I know you're a bit more strict for time, but I'm just struggling really to uh, be motivated to do any of the objective players or anything. No,
0: no, no, done.
1: Done with them now.
0: Yeah. None of them get into my team, and if they're not going to get into my team, even the ones for tokens now, I'm just I'm just not bothering. I'm sorry, I'm not going to play 10 games with a Super League, Turkish Super League League team at this point. Like we just mentioned, if you want to get decent rewards, you've got to play 40-odd games a week, and when we yeah, play... Yeah, it's just not viable, is it? Yeah, when we, especially when we play, you know, it was it was better six months ago when at least that player was going to be really useful to get you an upgraded player, but even now, most of the SBCs they're releasing and icons they're releasing aren't going to make your team better, so why do you even really need to grind for the fodder? They're handing you out 90-rated cards left, right and centre, so no, I'm not bothering. Um, and again, I think Literally, if you enjoy it, by all means do it, but don't sweat over one or two tokens and would be. Oh would be the tokens advice.
1: now I'm just ignoring, but I was I was uh, from my perspective I was thinking about doing Maldini over a long time, but then I, I look at the stats and then like to t- Tots defender stats. Maldini's a fraud. But, I'm saying it, yeah. but a what fraud. you without that being said that would you put a chem style on a Tots card, it's the same as Maldini. Yeah. If not better. So there are only there now... There's no reason to do the ejector players.
0: Yeah, there are only now probably eight eight to ten icon moments that even that, that you would want if they got released as an SBC. Um, you know, you, you use your usual cast of characters, your Hullets, your Cruyff, Ronaldo... Ronald Wayne Dino. Rooney.
1: Wayne Rooney. Well, he's already been out. Wayne Rooney. Yeah, but I'm assuming everybody's got them in his club, in their clubs. Mm,
0: no, although I am actually tempted, because,
1: you know, a bit of a cult hero. Can I just say, because I'm assuming we get people from EA listen to this... Uh, can you please give him four-star skills next year? It would be really appreciated. <laughs> Agreed. I'll use it anyway. As a Man United fan, that was one of my actual aims for the year. So I'm glad he came out nice and cheap. But he deserves yeah.
0: more. He's a former EA cover star as well, so they usually treat them better.
1: But he have got all of his movement and like his passing animations, his shooting, is as it should be. But just because the 3 star skills moves so limited on this game.
0: Absolutely agreed. Right. That just about wraps it up. Again, a big thank you to all of our patrons. Patreon.com forward slash foot in review. Look, if you can spare, as I said, it starts from as low as €5 Euro, £5 pound a month. If you can spare that, we know times are tight, but it's very, very much appreciated. And we thank each and every one of the patrons, especially those Skybox holders we referenced earlier. And again, if you want to get better at this game, and not just this game, if you want to improve your general FIFA skill set going forward, footcoaching.com is the answer fantastic discounts available right now and as we mentioned as well another bonus look if you are a member of our patreon and you know you get a discount you then get the discount that we're applying to all of the packages at the moment and then if you spend more than 100 euro 100 pounds you get an extra 15 percent off using the code review 15 so if you're tempted to get coaching join the discord and you get triple discount can't say fairer than that can't say fair on that. So, and look, if you've got any questions on the packages, John's more than happy to field questions again. Just send them in to either at Foot in Review or at Foot Coaching on Twitter. And again, thank you to everyone who has taken the time to listen in. Thank you to all our subscribers at youtube.com forward slash Foot Review as well. Lots of custom tactics and various goodies going up there. John's 4231 wide um, has been a great success for me in the past few weeks, so highly recommend that one. And Tommy, where can people follow you on the World Wide Web?
1: Uh, at the moment,
0: I'm just in the Discord under Tommy B. I am at Wimby on Twitter. I'm at Wimby in the Discord. And again, we will return on Friday. It will be John and Ingvy for the Syria A team of the season and much, much more. But for me and Tommy, just one thing left to do. Drop it. We are going to drop it.